Everything that we're learning here in this Torah from Rav Kook is telling us that there's an extraordinary, extraordinary mitzvah that's unfolding before Mashiach comes, that with the return of Am Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael, with the Kibbutz Goliath that has been taking place, there's also the ingathering of the Pizure, what Rav Kook calls the Pizure HaEmuna, the scatterings of faith, that wherever Jews have been in, in all of the long years of Algolas, those seeds of Amuna that we left in each place, that oftentimes in those places developed in certain ways that we ourselves are ashamed on a certain level, that we haven't ourselves fully developed some of these some of these points of faith particularly regarding ethics and morals and certain things that Rav Kook was talking about due to our suffering and the difficulties of Golas and one of the great things about returning, about coming back to Israel, coming home is what Rav Kook writes is that all of these scatterings of faith, these Pizure Amuna, that come what? That come from Kisri HaKadosh, that come from Tanakh, that come from Torah Shebechsav and Torah Shebalpeh and so on. Holchem Vishavim Eleinu, that they're returning to us. As we return to Yisrael, which is where all of these Pizure Amuna began their journey. We were sent into Golas. And with Am Yisrael, Amunas Yisrael, and Nishmas Yisrael traveled throughout all of these places throughout the world. And now, with the return of Am Yisrael to Yisrael, Miskansim La'itzreina. There's the return of Amunah, of Amuna, of Musa. Amislaktim Oitpam B'Knes Yisrael V'Shavim L'Tchiyah. A gathering back to Am Yisrael and returning to life through the new neshamas of Am Nirva. That's where we're talking about on Arab Shabbos. These new neshamas, the great neshamas that are revealed at the end of time, that have the ability to reveal, to explain these Pizure Amuna that are coming back with us to Eretz Yisrael, to explain to teach Jews that all of these things that we thought are not Jewish the Makar of course comes from from Kisvek Kaddish and needs to be clarified and purified of all of the other things that were picked up over time now this what we left with last, last week is that this this implies more than implies it's saying Beferish that that not only is there not a Yeridas Adairis, what we were taught and we've always understood that the generations are decreasing. Things are getting worse over time. <clears throat> but what Rav Kook is describing, which is not Rav Kook's Chiddush, this is all coming from the Zohar and from the Ariyah Kaddish, is that just the opposite. There's a great Aliyah that's taking place at the end of time. 
the Shomus Chadoshes, Pizuya Munakibas Goliath's return to Israel, Teres Israel, before Mashiach comes, Irishal Mashiach is being revealed. So, how does that work out with the Yeridas Adaris, with the conventional, conventional perception and presentation of Jewish history as a as a Mahalach of Yeridas Adaris? of the generations getting lower and lower and lower. And we certainly can see in many ways that, that this generation that we're in, is the, the Akiv is, in many ways, is unbelievably, unbelievably low, the time that we're living in. So how, how are we to understand this? <clears throat> so here, Rav talks about this in the notes. I said last week that I, I wasn't sure if we should, how much we should go into this, but it really, even though it's not specifically the topic of... of, of of where we are in Eretz Chayfetz, but it's so misunderstood and it's so important to hear what Rav Cook said about this. And especially it's Erev Lag it comes out at such a time where it's a schuss for us to be able to to, to enter into the uh, into that world of Rabbi Shimon. Because that's where this is. The world of Rabbi Shimon is a different world. It's a different world. It's the panemius of the world that we're living in. Chitzanius on the outside, everything is getting worse. On the inside, everything is getting better. The Jews who live on the outside, it's very, very depressing. I'm not sure how people get up in the morning. But for those who live on the inside, it's very exciting. <laughs> There's a lot to live for. It's very, very exciting. So in footnote 1135, 1135, on page 455, that some of you are, are still holding on to, Still have. The Hare Yeshna Yeridas Adairis. That's the big question. What is all of this talk of the Nishamas Chadashis, of the new Nishamas at the end of time? What are all of these aliyahs that we're talking about and Pizuri Hamuna coming back to Israel? So Biyachas, where it says eleven thirty-five, that's the question and the truth of the answer. As I mentioned last week, as far as individuals are concerned, and the greatness of individual tzaddikim, gedolim, and so on. There's clearly a Yeridas Hadaris that the generations are getting less and less. But vi'iluli biyachas legadlus hasugis yeshna alias Hadaris. However, as far as as far as the con- the overall condition of Am Yisrael and of mankind in general, there's an alias Hadaris. Now we spoke about this when we were learning the Maimar Hador, two years ago. That Maimar Hador, we, we spoke a lot about this. And we learned this, that When we look back, Rav Kook says, at the early, earlier periods of our history, we see such great Chachamim that we are absolutely astonished by their greatness. 
the greatness of intellect and the greatness of spirit. However, the klal, in those earlier periods of history, the general multitudes of Jews, the average, the average person, the typical amcha, the Jew on the street, of those years when the Rambam was in the world, and the Ramban, Rashi, and so on, was in a very, Rav Kook says, was in a very low place. Ben Medaz, both in terms of knowledge, and Ben Bemusa, and even in terms of behavior. Ben Medaz, Ben Bemusa. Bedaris Ahachreinim, Hischilo Ha'anokim Lismaid. In later generations, as we get closer to Mashiach, there are fewer giants. There are fewer great, great giants, and even those giants that we have, the Anakim that we have, are not the Chsam Seifer and the Chavetz Chaim and so on. I'm talking about where we are now. But But the overall matzav of the Klal is it's ascending higher and higher. As we see that in the Gemara, an Amaris didn't know to put on film. An Amaris in the Gemara didn't 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 know what film was. Didn't know the, the basics the basics of Yiddishkeit. There's a lot of effort that's made over time to write history up in such a way and to you know, like you could take old pictures from the nineteen forties and they color them now. They do that with history also well-intentioned people who want us to think well of everything that was in the past, color in things from the past. But it wasn't so as colorful as they make it seem. There was tremendous ignorance, terrible ignorance. There were many wonderful things as well. But, but as far as the Klal is concerned, the matzah of the Klal is heilich umis Allah. You don't have to really look back so far. Those who were here in America 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. What was, it, what was, it, what was in America? So everybody says about Naheim in Europe. In Naheim, there were, there, were, there were many great people. And there was a, a pastus in their muna and a certain tamimus. But those who know what was in Naheim, like... And they asked Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, and he said that he was he grew up in the Heim, and he spent most of his life in the Heim, and he said he, he didn't see that it was so gewaldic in the Heim. There were things there that were gewaldic, but a lot of it is nostalgia, you know, for a certain pastus that was lost. But as far as the overall state of the Klal was concerned, the amount of learning, in all of Lithuania, before the Holocaust, there were maybe 1,100, 1,200 yeshiva, Yeshiva Bacha. All the yeshivas of Lithuania, there were maybe 1,100-1,200. In all of Lithuania, which now you could have a, a, on a block in New York, Yeshiva Bacha, a few blocks that are learning in yeshivas. And the Matzav wasn't that great in, in other places, not by the Svartim, not by the Ashkenazim, in Germany and Poland. And, and now it's understood that every single person goes to Yeshiva and the girls, but the girls what were the girls learning? What did they have? Girls had no shaykhs there. Again, there was a certain tamimas that were growing up in the house, and there are many things that were wonderful about that. Um, but 
the ignorance and and uh, and um, lack of 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 a clarity in Ratzon Hashem was very very strong, and that's Harlech Masala. And there are fewer ignoramuses. But on the other hand, Rav Kook says there are fewer great geniuses of Torah and Sadiqim, and they're not as great as the ones who used to be. What this means is that Mibchina Pratis. As far as the individuals are concerned, there is a Yeridus Adaris. Vatalmid Kotmirabo, and that's the general Seder, that Moshe Rabbeinu was greater than Yeshua. And it's been like that since that time. That from the Rebbe to the Talmud, there's a gap between the Rebbe and the Talmud. And that's the general Seder. There are exceptions to that, but that's the general Seder of Yeridus Adaris. That the, that the Talmud is cut mirabo, and that the new generation, in that respect, as far as the greatness in learning and the individuals, is cut mirabo. Like we're learning in Sefi Yeshua on Shabbos. The face of Moshe is like the face of the sun, and the face of Yeshua is the face of the moon. As the Gemara says, that the hearts of the earlier ones, even in the time of the Gemara, that's what the whole Indian of Yerid Sadaris is learned from the Gemara, where it says that Liban the hearts of the earlier ones were great and open and huge, like a great hall. And then the later ones, it was like the opening of a smaller of a smaller Hechel, a room. And like the opening of the of a needle, the eye of a needle where we are now. That's what they said already in the time of the Gemara, comparing themselves to the earlier generations. Well, what's interesting is that, I'm not going to go into this right now, is, and you have, but one needs to be medayik carefully in the words of the Gemara. It doesn't say, Sichlam shal Rishonim. Right? It doesn't say the intellect, the minds of the Rishonim. It says, Liban shal Rishonim, the hearts of the Rishonim. That's a very important diuk that's often forgotten. The hearts of the Rishonim. Yeridas hayechidim novas min ha'uvda shebekol dar. So Rav Avinar explains that this yeridah on an individual basis is the result of min ha'uvda shebekol dar on a halchim misrachikim min ha'oram mekarishamat and tar. Because every generation we're getting further and further away from that original light that was shining in Har Sinai. We're getting further from that light. Moshe Kibbal Torah Mitzinai, or Masaril Yeshua, Yeshua Lezakenim, Mitzkenim, Levim, and as it goes along, it gets weaker. And with every handing over to the next generation, the Mitzias of the individual, of that individual student, is Holeches, the light is getting dimmer, Umedarderes, and weaker. Holeches Venafelis. And many, many individuals have been lost altogether to Yiddishkeit. Many, many, many have been lost to Yiddishkeit. Being Vanishchai, from our parasha, talks about this. 
However, Mibchina Klolis Yeshna Aliyas Adaris. Mibchina Klolis, there's not Aliyas Adaris. The overall generational Matzav, there's not Aliyas Adaris. Because Kedusha is cumulative from generation to generation. We say that every every day, many times in Ashrei. From generation to generation, Hashem's, Hashem's, uh, Hashem's actions are being praised. In some way, every generation is Meshubach, has its own unique Shavach that it adds to the praise of Hashem. The Kedusha is Mitztaberis. You remember in the Maimah Hadol we were learning about how Jews came back from Europe and gathered together the Pezuri Amuna. They were fired up with all the idealism of the French Revolution and, and what was taking place in Europe, the idealism and so on, which all of those, as we learned here, the Makar of all of that is in Tanakh. So when you take the class to Philadelphia and it says over there across from Durobaretz, you should proclaim liberty in the land. And one of the kids in your class says, "That sounds familiar." <laughs> it's next week's parasha. Across from Durobaretz, you should proclaim liberty in the land. And as we said, the 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 of our country, of our wonderful country here, where we are to be these last years of Golas, it's all Tanakh. It's all it's all from Kisvei Hakodesh. And the idealism of the founding fathers of our country, which is something spectacular and wonderful to, to look at and to study about. These people, they were great, great people. This that or that light is a light of Knesset Israel in Golis. <coughs> and that idealism, that excitement we brought with us to Israel. Unfortunately, many of those individuals along the way left their till in some place. They forgot their till in some way. But Dor Lodoy Shabach Masech. Kol Dor Bechlalusai Oila Al Kogmai. Each generation, in a general sense, is higher than the previous one. Lav Davke Bemuvan Halimudiva Mitzvah. Not Davke in the level of learning. Lav Davke, there might be individuals. I mean, Bazarcha to have Reb Chaim Kanievsky should live in so and good health. He's mamish like from another generation. Is, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say in the last generation who could have argued with him in learning. It was, it's mamish like because Hashem does that. Hashem does that, and Chazal tell us that such a thing happens. Lubavitcher Rebbe was not from this generation. He was from like from a thousand years ago. There are people like that. The Ruach Hakodesh that was by the Babasali or the Rebbe said this is from the time of the Balshamtiv. It was like a, that Hashem put into the world just to say there is such a thing. You should know there is such a thing. You walked into the Baba Sali, there was Ruach HaKadosh, like all over the place. The remnants of this, Mamash Ruach HaKadosh. And, and Hashem put the Raghur Chav into the world, it was also was a, was a, a way of learning that was from, from a thousand years before, something that. But the, but the general Klal, of course, might be much further removed, and is further removed in general. We don't see that. The learning is dafke a higher level of learning. So this 
Aliyah Sadaris that Rav Kook is talking about, which comes from the Zohar and from the Ariyah Kodesh. It's not Davke manifested in the level of learning, as one could say, and one would be right to say that where do, where do we see in general, even though we have thousands and thousands of people that are learning, but the level of learning is not the level that it used to be. When I was a kid, I remember my father sitting around with like one or two friends, and they would be talking over Gemaras that they saw, you know, 30 years before, and they'd be talking over like the whole block and different things. And, you, know, you get the average yeshiva bachet, and you're happy if you can spell Talmud Bavli. If they're being in yeshiva for 12 years, you'd be, you know, I'm not talking about the ones who are top, 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 top. But yeah, typically yeshiva bachet, after all the years you've been in yeshiva, and they'll say over in a half hour all that you know. It's, it's, it's oftentimes very pathetic. So it's it's not it's not necessarily manifested in the level of learning, or even as far as the the gedukim and kima mitzvahs. Elam abchinas hakedusha hagenuzah b'neshamas. Rav Cook and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai are talking about the kedusha hagenuzah b'neshamas, the hidden kedusha of the neshamas of the generation. Each generation adds something to this magnificent building of Kedusha Sisrael over the generations, which is increasing. Kedusha and Tahar. Vador Habar Maschil Benakuda Bar Siem And the following generation picks up where the last generation left off. It's not that you go back to zero. The new generation continues from where the old generation ended. And somebody was just telling me, uh, somebody was just telling me the yeshiva, one of the rabbim was something that he was reading, and he said that that what they're seeing now is that generation gap is now seven years. In other words, what used to be a generation that was 20, 30, 40 years is now seven years. Seven, I don't know how they, exactly how they measure this, but how is seven, not six, or seven, not eight? But meaning that if you're, if you're a parent, after seven years with that kid, you're like, oh, he's gespielt, you know what I mean? Uh, how do you say that in English? Like, yeah, well, how do you say that now? Yeah, you like you're evaporated, like you're used up. They look at you like you're ready. What's the story with you? Seven years, that's all you get. <laughs> After that, you're from a different planet. Used to get 20, 30, 40 years. And it was that your kids grew up in the same generation. They felt that you were, they were your generation. Seven years. Chachmanis, no? It means for the rebellion. That's the conversation we were having with some of the rebellion. They're talking about how that that, you know, you get these young rebellion and the kids think they're really cool and the, the new young rebellion come in and it's like, wow, they're cool and they're on top of things, they, they get us, they understand us they know how to do like, you know, this, instead of <laughs> shaking hands, they go like, you know, they, they do the thing, they, I, I never did that but, uh, but they do that thing, you know, and the, the new rebellion and it's like, they're cool, but you get just seven years <laughs> and then you think like it's because it's you think you're still cool the guys like when you when you like when when you turn around the guys are saying what was, what was that 
you lose any coolness in seven years, you're like, you're warm. There's no more coolness left after seven years. Finish, no more cool. Daddy was cool for seven years. Sachakol. After that, daddy is like, needs help. Daddy doesn't get it. And I hear that. There's, I, I don't know about that number, but I, it's for sure not like it used to be. It's for sure not like it used to be. Pizzesna writes about that in the Hagdormah, the Chavis tell me them. But he saw that change after World War One. And the result of it is that the kids don't look up to the adults anymore. They, 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 don't, they don't look up to their parents anymore. They don't... A little bit, but then afterwards it's, it's for fun. They don't look up to the rebellion anymore. They look like... The, because they see the rebellion as being, you know, from like dinosaurs or something. They look at their parents as being from, from a different time, a different world. Not from their... Not, so that's why the kids now, the people they quote most are their friends. Which is like one insane person quoting another insane person. <laughs> well, no, it's like um, it's one Michigana saying, I heard from another Michigana. That's what's going on now. Well, my friends, they say this. this, is this school. My friends say this is the best camp. My friends say this is the best yeshiva. My friends say this is the best... So then the father's like, I, the father could say, look, I did, I did three weeks of research on this Indian. You know, I've been in the world for 55 years. Uh, I spoke to this Rosh Hashiva, this other call this. Oh, come on, come on, come on. I spoke to Avi. <laughs> and Avi told me that that yeshiva is no good. It's no good, that yeshiva is no good. I spoke to Avi. Oh, oh. I know you spoke to Avi, you should have told me. I, 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 wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gone to David Feinstein. I didn't, I didn't know that you spoke to Avi. I, 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 I spoke to David Feinstein about it. I, I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed that I spoke to Rav Feinstein. You spoke to Avi. Sure, I spoke to Avi. Avi is not Adam Godel. Avi is the same guy that gives you uh, the things to watch on his phone. And Avi is the same guy that gives you something to smoke. He's not Adam Godel. Avi is not Adam Godel. <clears throat> Seven years, Sahaka. Seven years. So... On the outside, of course, this is a, a pachet. But on the inside, there's a hischachas in the aura of the neshama, and we see this happening. When you look inside of Am Yisrael now, there's an unbelievable increase in the light that you could see by the bacham, that you could see by the, by the bacham, you could see by the girls. Again, I'm, I don't know so much outside of outside of the, uh, our communities. I'm not in, in that world. Outside of our communities, I mean, I, outside of outside of Jews that are shomer Torah mitzvahs. It's not. I'm not in public schools. I don't really see so much. But there's an, there's an or on the uh, on the outside. There's of course there's with mitzvahs and there's a lot of. But as we were learning in the Maimer of Hador, but the, the idealism, a certain light of the neshama, a certain a certain a certain R that's that's shining brighter than ever before. Of course, it's very hard because you get it's easy to get lost in the, in the external things. In the external things, it's very easy to get lost. But mipchinas hakedusha hagnuza ben neshamis. Mipchinas hakedusha hagnuza ben neshamis. 
Every generation is picking up when the last generation ended. Every generation is increasing. That means every generation, every new generation has within it the, all of the Kedusha of the earlier generations. In, in a place of Geniza. In a place that's, that's of course, Gondos, that's hidden. If you get to that place, that's what we're learning this morning, if you get to that place, but you can, but you can unleash in our generation in many ways is much more passionate and much more powerful than in the past. Of course, with that there are other dangers, but it's unbelievable what's inside. All that was acquired in spirituality and Muslim kedusha of the earlier generation goes over to the next generation. which was a muscle that was used already by the Kadmonim, that the next generation, and, and that muscle is also non-Jewish sources, is that the new generation is like a, a midget that's standing upon the shoulders of, of, of a giant. A midget that's standing on the shoulders of a giant. So, in terms of the individual midgets, but standing on the shoulders of giants, having received cumulatively all of the Kedusha, all of the Messias and Ephraim, <coughs> We're living now with the mysterious nefesh of our fathers and our grandmothers and grandfathers. We're living with that mysterious nefesh of that it's in our generation as well. Not just as well, it's increasing. It's cumulative. So even though the individual is shorter, is smaller than in the earlier generation, but he's standing on the shoulders of the generation before. The inner Kedusha, the inner light of the soul, is more powerful than in the last generation. Now this, this Tamachachem, Rav Milstein, from what we see in the letters of Rav Kook, had terrible, terrible Agnes Nefesh over what happened with, with it looks like more than one of his children in terms of their Yiddishkeit. Because he has, there are some letters where he writes to Rav Kook, and Rav Kook writes back to him Chizik. As you know, that back in those days before the war, in almost every house, there were children that went completely off. And it's, it's not something which is new. Something was happening everywhere. Ain't by Shein Shemaymis. It was all over the place. Dovishul mehainyanim. So if Cook explains to Rav Milstein, Dovishul mehainyanim ha'im de mumish alam, umekarim kaidish berazay tar. Rav Cook said, "I'm going to explain to you something of what's happening, which comes from the highest place in the world, and the source of this is in Rosay Tar in the secrets of Tar, which means in the Zarkad, in the Tikkunim." And because of the love that I have for you, I'm going to hint to you a little bit. I'll tell you a little bit of what I can tell you. Klaal Goldor of Cook writes, That even though the, 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 that the world is, is yored, is going through a yorida, always lower and lower, it's only 
Mitzad the Chitzoni is the external state of things. Dainu, Shamaisim vaHamidus Neiflem, that the Maisim and the Midus are descending. Ve'enim be'erach shodores ha'rishonim, Mitzad Protius ha'neshamas, that Mitzad the individual neshamas, we see this here either. Avon Mitzad ha'pnimius. However, Mitzad the pnimius. The Koch of the of the Kedusha of Klolius Kedusha Yisrael of Knesset Yisrael of Am Yisrael Kol Dor V'Dor Moisif Al Hadaras Harishayna Each generation adds to the one before Reb Neisha Kedusha Mitzdarefes Because unlike Tumah Tumah is not Mitzdaref Tumah is the world of Latayri Yivakish Nifra that means that Ra and Tumah, by nature, is a world that is the opposite of unity. The world of the Guf is an Alma de Piru, that's a world of separation. Ra, by nature, does not want, one does not want to get along with the other. But the world of Kedusha is a world of Tziruf, of things coming together. In Kedusha, things come together. Tal Shvirus Akelim was as a result of the Sphirus not being able to be with each other. In the Indian of the, which is the Indian of the of the death of the students of Rabbi Kiva during this time. The Indian of Kedusha is Tsiruf. Tsiruf means fusion, together. Kedusha always looks to connect. Kedusha is a world of connectivity, of connectivity. Is there such a word? Of being, of, of Tsiruf, of Chibur, of Kesha. That's the world of Kedusha. The world of Tuma is Latabi Vakish Nifra. There's a world of separating, dividing, breaking, and shattering, and confusion, and so on. So when it comes to Kedusha, Rav Kook says, It means that the little, the little bit of Torah the lower level of Torah that we have now, our ability to understand, and so on, and and the lower level of our excitement and commitment when it comes to mitzvahs, Maisifa or is is in addition to the or that was before. But so that's cumulative. So we, even though individually again there's this decrease, there's this yirida. But the Kedusha is being built from generation to generation. Am Yisrael is developing and, and evolving and being built. And the Kedusha Agnuza is getting very, very strong. When Mashiach comes, it's going to explode. And it's going to reach that point of exploding. The Kedusha is gathering. Even though on the outside you look at Jews, and they look like they're further away. They don't have a shaykhus. That's when it comes to Kedusha. Kedusha... With Kedusha, there's a tziruf. There's a binding together. So one generation is bound to the early generation. But va'aveira ain't la peiris v'lo tziruf. But aveira and aveira is not mitzdarif, and aveira doesn't have peiris. Meaning, in a, in a, the world of Ra, aveira doesn't doesn't have children. It doesn't give birth. It's cold. It's lifeless. There's no tziruf. It doesn't join together one with the other. As it says in Pasuk, Yispardu kol oven. 
All evildoers, Yispardu, they always separate. Yispardu kolpale oven. That's a world of period. Ra is a world of period, of separation, of division. Alkain, therefore, klolus ha'uma, the klolus ha'uma betochiyusa. He turned the page over. He milaya yosef or Hashem, the generation bechlal is more filled with the light of Hashem. Mikfi ha'erech shel ha'over, more than the past. But Rav Kook says about El Shaina Dovin Nigla Lai. However, this is not seen, this is not revealed to the eye. Ad Bo Mashiach Sekenu, from Hev Yemeno until Mashiach comes, and that covering of the goof will be, will be removed, and there will be that explosion of this earth that has been accumulating in Am Yisrael from the beginning. More and more and more light. Imkain. Therefore, we find that the hashpah of Tumah at, at, at most is that it can affect or infect four generations. There can be four generations where there's a momentum of evil, of Tumah. There can be four generations of momentum of Tumah. And we see this now. In Mitzvahs, you could see that it's almost impossible to find any Jew now who's Orthodox, or anybody not Orthodox. It's almost impossible not to find somebody who's Jewish, who's Jewish. If you go back four generations and and they were not religious, if the Elta Elta Zaidi and Bobby were not Shomer Mitzvahs, that means that they it means that this generation, ninety nine point nine percent, are not are not Jewish, are not Jewish. Anybody you talk, any Jew that you talk to now in the world any Jew that knows he's a Jew, that she's a Jew you talk to, they'll tell you that the grandparents were religious. And if not the grandparents, they'll say the great-grandparents. But it will never go more than four. If there was, in other words, if there was a grandparent of the great, if, if there was a great-grandparent, if you go back gener- four generations and they were not Shem it means that, they, that, that they're not Jewish anymore. The descendants are not Jewish. Every single person who's Jewish now in the world who calls himself or herself a Jew even might not be because the mother whatever, but thinks they're Jewish or looks at themselves as being a Jew as a shaykhist to what that means to be a Jew is because there was an elta elta zaydi babi that were Jew, that were from, that were from, that were shami mitzvahs that means that our Yiddishkeit can't go more than four generations if, we, if, if one gives up Yiddishkeit and chooses Tumah instead of, instead of mitzvahs, instead of Yiddishkeit so it has it, it it has this ability to change, to transform. And that period of of again, how do you measure the generations now, according to what we were saying before? But what's what's good about this is that we believe that it'll turn around. It was that, that tumor that, that was started by the by the parents who decide great grandparents who decided not to be religious. So that eventually it brought to the terrible th- situation where the great great grandchildren are not even Jewish. That somehow that Nakuda is going to be brought back. We don't know how or what's going to be about Mashiach. But evil cannot, Tumah cannot continue more than that period of time.
Yispardu kolpol oven. That's what it means, Yispardu... Let me just finish the paragraph, please. Yispardu kolpol oven. Avla hashpoz ha However, when it comes to the hashpoz of kedusha, the influence of kedusha of holiness, he nitzchis. It's very, very, very powerful. Very powerful. It's like, it's forever. That means the foreverness doesn't. I. What, what, how come the, then? How come these grandparents? How come their grandchildren are not from? And how come we have parents now, who their kids are not from? If the hashpoz kedusha is nitzchis, the teretz is again. It's not nitzchis in terms of the externals. But in terms of internally, it's nitzchis. Not for So when the pasuk talks about the bris and the chesed that Hashem has with the Jewish people, which means the hashpah of kedusha, the Torah doesn't say four generations. The Torah says le'elavdor, which means forever. A thousand generations means forever. It's le'elavdor. Hakitzer, Hakedusha kelelah shel Am Yisrael kol hazman mizgaberes va'ayla. The kedusha kelelahs of the Jewish people is is all the time increasing, getting stronger. Van neshamas hamufias, and therefore the neshamas begniza again, not in the individual behavior or knowledge of Torah, but the neshamas according to the Zohar Kodesh Neiri. The neshamas hamofias; these are the neshamas chadashos of the end of time, the neshamas that are appearing at the end of time. Hinan yoyse v'yoyse el yoyes, a higher and higher. Yes, Dov. I was going to say along those lines that my understanding is that the goodness goes for thousands of generations, and only the evil goes for good. Right. So that's why I didn't understand the example of uh, what the Rebbe was giving. With okay, so that's what I was saying. That's that. That's why I said let's wait to the end of the paragraph. So now you understand. Okay, so that's the internally. That's what it means, internally. The Kedusha is accumulating. And Rav Kook, is, Rav Kook, as very often happened, that the two Kahanim, or Kahanim Gedolim, Rav Kook and Rav Tzadik, on the same exact page. Even though they never met, and Rav Tzadik, Rav Tzadik did not see any of the writings, as far as we know, did not see any Rav Kook's, anything that Rav Kook wrote. But Rav Kook certainly did see some of the Cohen's things. But there's a tremendous, a tremendous amount that these two Kahanim have in common. Yeah. I, I thought we had learned that um, this is zero, this is a, there's a, a certain, a fixed amount of Nabua that a Baruch Hu puts into the world uh, in every generation. And the only Cheshman is how that Nabua is divided between the Tzadikim of the generation and the Hamanah. So I thought we learned that one is always on the cheshbon of the other. So that, and I thought that was the explanation that Rebbe had given once for why is it that we see now that there are twenty-year-old bachurim in yeshiva learning lekuta halachas, but we say what happened to Levavachar Rebbe and and the Stop Marav? Right. That it's like a zero-sum game, um, and it's not just that um, that kedusha is going forward, but the kedusha is going forward. The inner Kedusha is sucking out Nabuah from the leaders of the generation. There is a process like that that is taking place. In other words, Rav, 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 over here, of Cook is not going into that. He he does speak about that elsewhere. He doesn't come to that over here. That there is a Cheshbon of Kedusha in that generation. There is a Cheshbon. It's accumulating more from the previous generation. In the present generation, Hashem is because of his love for Am Yisrael, brings about such a thing that it shouldn't be 
completely concentrated in this individual and that individual and lost to the Hamon Am. There is such a process that takes place gener- in the generation. Here, Rav Kook is focusing on intergeneration. But in the generation itself, there is such an Indian. There is such an Indian. So what's going to happen when Mashiach comes is that everything is going to come together in such a way where it won't be on the Cheshm. That's why the Navi says that, that every, every single man, woman, and child is going to be saying the Vias and will, and will be able to learn the Kutahel office. And it will be, be in a clear and an open way. It won't have to be on the Cheshm of anybody. But this is one of the mysterious things that Hashem does in the world. It is. It's a great mystery of how Hashem keeps the generation afloat, that He keeps us going. It's a, it's, a, it's a remarkable thing. So that we see that we don't have the kind of, you know, we could never imagine having a, a, not just a Rabbi Nachman now, we can't, Im- where we are now, even the Lubav Shreve, the Sabbath, Rabbi, it's like something where you can't be Masi. You can't even describe these tzaddikim that the parents thought that the children, they don't get it. They can't, they can't be Masi, such a thing. What it means, Lubav Shreve, the Rabbi. And we're talking about 20, 30 years ago. But the Lubavitcher Rebbe and the Samurai wouldn't be massive what's happening in the Bati Madrashim now. They, they wouldn't be massive what's going on, that we're having this guys and girls sitting someplace in Woodmere and we're talking about these things. They I'm wouldn't, sure they wouldn't be, they, they be massive. <laughs> I mean, in different, different ways they wouldn't be massive. For sure not. Not in, not, not in English. Oh, Lubavitcher Rebbe is okay with the English. But not in English and certainly not these, these in Yonim. And to have a chevra with so many different backgrounds, and they also did. So we can't be masig what was, but they were, were not, would not have been able to be masig what was going to be. I mean, I shouldn't talk like that because they had ruach hakodesh, so they, I'm sure, they felt it was coming. They knew that it was coming, and there are signs that they knew that it was coming. But that's how it is. It's an amazing thing. It's a great mystery. Right. So the two ways that we light the machlok is b'sham b'sof. How we light Hanukkah candles. But there is like a sound that like because our kitzonius is going down, like technology and whatever, like you want to say, like that, like the tzaddikim that are able to be mitzamtim themselves, like to connect to us, you know, like with Kluber or Kivak, like the Vlad Trevor, to be able to connect to like such a kitzoniusistic generation, like if they're able to be mitzamtim, then that's like a bigger chiddush. Than like what, than we've ever seen because like they have the ability to go down so low and to connect to us. That's it. That's it. that's what Rabbi Nachman says. That because we're we're so sick now, we need greater we need greater doctors. In that way, even though we don't have and we can't say in one breath any of the names that you mentioned, obviously we can't say in one breath with Lubavitch Rebbe or or with uh, the Satan Rebbe or these Sadiqim from earlier generation from our own generation. Nevertheless, <laughs> what you talk, what you're saying is 100 percent right. It's because, it's, and it's davka because these tzaddikim that we're zoch to have now, it's because they were raised in the generation that we're in, that they're able to that they're able to bandage and to give medicine and injections. That they're able to, so in a certain to help us. So in a certain way, Hashem's Baruch, This is part of the mystery that we're talking about of how Hashem conducts the generations. In that respect of their ability to understand the illness, the sicknesses of the generation. Like Rabbi Nachman said, the greater the sickness, the greater the doctor. So the greater the tzaddik. So in that respect, can we say that, the, like these tzaddikim that you mentioned, that they're greater than, than the Lubavitch Rebbe or the Satmar Rebbe or the Rav Kook? 
if if any of those tzaddikim would hear us saying that, they would pass out, <laughs> right? And they'd ha- you'd have to take them to a good doctor. So so it's not they're not greater tzaddikim, they're not greater tzaddikim, and and they've never no one would ever say such a thing or think such a thing, not about themselves. No one would think such a thing. However, one of the remarkable things about the, about how Hashem runs the world is that He sees to it that in every generation that there are going to be tzaddikim who are going to be the doctors that understand what's hurting the generation. And in that respect, they're greater. To be able to understand Davka because they come from such a place. And I've mentioned this, I've said this so many times. <coughs> if you look and you see, even in, in Eretz Yisrael, the, 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 uh, all the Chavir have heard this to me a thousand times, that the biggest mashpiyim in Eretz Yisrael are, Davka, not, are, not, the, are not Israelis are not Israelis. They're not. That's just the Metzies. The biggest mashpim with, with Pneumius Atar and the Ur of Kedushas Yisrael are not Israelis. I'm not talking about people who know how to learn. I'm talking about the Ur of the Neshama Agnuza, Rabbi Shemaya Morgenstern, Rabbi Tzimaya, the Stalner Rabbi, the Biana Rabbi, the Amshnav Rabbi. People don't know that Amshnav Rabbi is American. I don't know if you know that. He's, he's Kaddish Tzadik Yisrael. He's American. I, think I can continue to go uh, through the list. It's not important because we're not we're not on a level where we could start comparing people. But anybody who has a little bit of an eye in what's happening sees it. The hashpa, the hashpa, that's the hashpa of that of the or hagonushib in the shama <coughs> is dafka coming from is dafka coming from outside of Israel. It's coming from. Chutzlars dekad people. It's coming from English-speaking people. It's a wondrous thing. There, there are many, many reasons for that. The most obvious reason is that Davka, a person who was raised where he saw, where he saw the the sickness, and he himself struggled to overcome that sickness, he's able to help other people who are sick. Those who were raised in the kedusha of Meir Sharm and Gula. And they never left the walls of the neighborhood. As great and as exalted as they are, they weren't exposed to certain things. That these tzaddikim, on their level, they were exposed. To. I'm not saying that the Amshnava went, you know, went to the movies. God forbid. I'm saying such a thing. But he understands that Jew goes to the movies. He understands that. And this is one of the problems that we're having. That I've spoken about many, many times over the years. It's, this is a whole different discussion, but it's one of the problems that we're having right now because. The leaders that we had, the leaders that we had in the earlier generation, in our in our time, leaders like Rav Moshe Feinstein, and the Klausenberger Rebbe and Lubavitcher Rebbe, they were people who were exposed to the outside world. The Lubavitcher Rebbe understood the world. He understood communism. He understood secular Zionism. He understood Chil Shabbos. He understood Jews eating treifers. He understood Paris. He understood Berlin. And he understood Americans. America, he understood Americans as well. Even though he spoke English with every accent, he understood Americans much, much, much more than a very wonderful Rosh Hashiva now who, is, who never left his base medrash, whether it's in Lakewood or it's in Satin. People who were not, part, were not in the world. He never had who never had to leave the, the four hours. These are people that the Klosenberger went through the Milchama, you know. 
He went through the Holocaust. He saw the like the lowest, lowest things. So you don't think the Klausenberger, you think the Klausenberger was like blown away if a kid told him like, Rabbi, I don't feel like putting on film? Oh no, I can't believe it. <laughs> like the Klausenberger couldn't deal with, with somebody not putting on film? The Klausenberger, the Klausenberger had his 11 kids killed. He lost everything. And he saw Jews at their highest and at their lowest. So he wasn't blown away by somebody that's like having a problem in yeshiva. You know, like it didn't scare him. It didn't scare him at all. Forget he was able to be macabre such a person to even live. But you take somebody that was raised, never left the Besmedrash, never left that world of the Besmedrash. First of all, he's afraid to meet anybody that, that is not from that world. What's, what's it going to do to me or my children to contaminate? Because it's like a disease out there, there's contamination. Number one, number two, he does not heal. He does not help. Because he didn't, he, it's very fortunate for him that he wasn't raised in this sickness. He grew up in the Bismarck. So what's scary is that now some of these people, these Rosh Hashivas, are now becoming like Bali Deyas. They're giving H's to people. What do they know about the world? What do they know about what people go through, the suffering of simple people? What do they know about a, what, a, about a Bach who's struggling with pornography or with drugs, or a young lady who's struggling with anorexia? What do they know about that? Where was that? So they, they'll say, well, I know because it's, I learned a lot, I learned and I know how to learn. Go, okay, go, tell that to the Klosenberger Rabbi. And he'll say, Kimme here, younger man. <laughs> Just like I heard, I heard it said from Abzalik Epstein that there was a there was an American Rosh Hashiva that was very, very big Kanoi, and he wanted to make a whole a whole protest against something. I don't remember what it was. Some Indian. And they came through Abzalik Epstein like to, that he should sign on to this thing. And this Rosh Hashiva came, and, and Abzalik, he like took this paper, and he not interested. But the Rosh Hashiva, he says, when that Rosh Hashiva was playing handball in East New York, I was learning by Abshiman Shkop. And do me a taiva with, uh, with this Reb Epstein was a person who saw the world. Besides that, he had a degree in zoology that he got in Canada that a lot of people don't know about. It's not just about the education. It's about the exposure to reality. And if you grow up and you never, ever left the base medrash, how do you understand the girl with anorexia? How are you giving access to this family who's going through certain things that you didn't have third seder in the base medrash? So the problem that we're having now is this disconnect between leaders and the Hamayin Am, which the Klosenberger didn't speak a word of English. Rabbi Shaga Feifel didn't speak a word of English, but he sent boys to go watch the Yankees and to watch the Brooklyn Dodgers, which of course they need. And he understood that because, because he went through the First World War and he, and he saw and he understood what a human being is and what a kid is, and he didn't learn... Oh, this kid is a beferish gemara He saw the kid himself. So that's why they were not. They're not those tzaddikim. Even though they didn't speak English, they understood human nature, in its highest and its lowest. Masha Enikain, if you get people that they never ever ever were outside of the Samedrish, they never saw that at all. They come from that world of inside Yerushalayim. That could work for the Yerushalmis, but they're going to give aids to Americans, like an American bachur. You get an aids from some. But he never saw, doesn't know what that means in the Indian of the street. It's two different planets. So, this is in the generation itself, there are these divisions, these separations. I will continue to wrap up next week.